Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, September 26. Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio, and a very good morning to you wherever and however you are listening. Penrith will play Parramatta in a Western Sydney derby in the grand final on Sunday night with uh, the Panthers' pronounced favourites as they play in their third straight premiership decider. Parra are back in it for the first time since 2009, trying to break this 36-year premiership drought. A uh, heroic performance from the Eels on Friday night in Townsville, 24-20. to The Panthers beating the Bunnies 32-12 to on Saturday evening at Accor Stadium. And then there was the sizable egg laid by the Swans earlier in the day on Saturday in the AFL Grand Final as uh, Geelong trampled them by 81 points. What a weekend it was. Socceroos winning yesterday. Uh, the Wallabies outclassed yet again by the All Blacks. Great racing. What a win by Jackana. The Golden Rose, outstanding performance. Loza, morning to you, mate. Yeah, morning, morning to everybody. Uh, Pup, um, good weekend of football. Obviously, if you're a South Melbourne supporter, you'd be very disappointed with the result. Uh, they got hammered by Geelong, didn't they? Uh, just weren't in the contest. Uh, but well done to Parramatta. Um, they were great on Friday night. Uh, they were very brave. Um, possibly should have lost that game, but they held on. They played some decent football, but then they just hung on towards the end of the game. The Cowboys were coming to get them, but they couldn't. Um, and they'll play in the grand final against their bitter rivals, Penrith. Penrith, they're just too good against South Sydney on Saturday night. I know they were down to 12 nil there at one stage, and I think they scored, what, three tries in eight minutes. I think they scored two tries in four minutes just before half time to to get themselves back into the contest, but they were just too good. Nathan Cleary leading the way. And what about Dylan Edwards' performance at the back of the field? He was absolutely outstanding. Jesus, he's a good player. Unreal. Most valuable player in the game. Uh, he, he adds so much to this Penrith team. He gets their set started at the uh, tackle four or five. They need a quick play the ball. He's carrying the ball forward, getting them over the advantage line. Quick play the ball for Cleary to kick off the back of... Uh, he's just such a big part of their team's success. And the way they play, he just fits that system so well. How are you, Pup? Morning, boys. Yeah, good. Good weekend. Uh, Interesting. Well, interesting. I don't know what the right word is for the sport on the weekend. Lots of it. Uh, Lots of pros, but the Swannies were horrible. Uh, And and a part of me is, like, this might be one of those occasions where you've got to praise the opposition more than hit the Swans. Yeah. I'm sort of clinging on to that. Like Geelong, it just from from the start of the game, they just owned every single touch. They made everything difficult for the Swans. So maybe we've got to pay them, you know, a lot of credit. Um, but it was hard to watch. Like, uh, sort of back into second quarter, I was thinking, oh, dear, we could lose by 100 here. Try being there. Yeah, that must must have been fun. Actually, how was that sitting in amongst the Geelong fans? That that wouldn't have been fun at all. Well, yeah, no, pretty good seats. I was down low amongst heaps of Geelong fans. There's plenty of red and white there. It's red and white all over Melbourne. On the TV, The atmosphere was unreal. Yeah, awesome. Robbie Williams, outstanding. Genius. Then the game started. (laughs) (laughs) And I reckon it was about... I remember thinking about 10 minutes into the first quarter, just weathered the storm. And then by quarter time, you're thinking, well, if we kick six of the next seven, we're right back in this. And then by halftime, you couldn't even get a kick, though, could we? Couldn't even get a shot at goal in the first couple of quarters. One possession felt easy. Everything. And you've got to give Geelong the credit. They just murdered the Swans. 
Yeah, it's interesting, though, when you look at the Swans' last three grand final appearances. I mean, they got smashed by Hawthorne in mm. 2014, I think, by 60-odd points. Yeah. Mm. And then it was a lot closer against the Bulldogs, but they still got beaten reasonably oh, comfortably. It's about in that 18 last points, quarter. I think. But they, yeah, got, they got hosed 20. by the, the umpires that day. Like oh, yeah, you could say Very that. badly. But hosed. they just haven't performed. Mm. No, yeah, that's three in a row, like you say. That's not good. They, they just mm. have been a very good side all year, and they get the grand final day, and for some reason, they just haven't put their best foot forward. Um, but Geelong, a team full of superstars, Joel Selwood winning his fourth... Premiership as a as a Geelong player, the only Geelong player to, to have done that. Chris Scott, his second um, premiership as a coach. Uh, Dangerfield, his first premiership as a as a player, just tops off his career. Uh, they were just sensational. And Isaac Smith, I mean, what's he in his thirties, mm. winning the North Smith Medal, first premiership for Geelong on top of his three premierships for the Hawthorne Footy Club. So. I know that in the AFL they like to uh, recycle, um, well, not so much recycle players. Geelong certainly like to recycle players and go for that older sort of player to, to you know, put into their group and stay in that premiership window, whereas other clubs like to bottom out and go through the draft. But it's been successful for them. Mm. Even though they've only won that one premiership of uh, Geelong in the last decade, they've been there or thereabouts. Um, so they're, they're a, 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 a mighty club, their 10th premiership, so well done to them. Mighty performance, as I mentioned, the Eels on Friday night, 24 to 20. So they were 20 to 12 down with 25 minutes remaining. It was that controversy surrounding the pass from Mitchell Moses that led to their opening try there to Will Penasini. Gee, they had some heroes, though, the Eels. Clint Gutherson, our man. Mate, on fire. What about some of those defensive efforts, mm, Loss? On fire. And, and you know... Latrell always comes up, but I look at that commitment compared to that commitment on yeah. Saturday night from Latrell. Latrell uh, gets we, caught out of position all we, the time. Are we yeah. speaking to Buzz today? Absolutely. I had a couple it's of Monday. questions for Buzz. Does he get paid a percentage of Latrell's contract? Well, that's what. It, <laughs> Buzz is Buzz is going on like Latrell's the greatest player to ever play the game. Did he watch the game the other night? Well, when we look at where Dylan, was Latrell? Dylan Edwards has paid what four fifty five hundred thousand. Yeah. Oh, he's a wonderful. And what's player. he worth? But he and Gutho play different to Latrell. They, they do play different yeah. styles of football. And Luttrell's a genius, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he's not the greatest player to ever play the game. Yeah. Well, it, well he's, di- yeah, he's, he's a different player. He's, yeah. a, he's a completely different player to yeah. a lot of other yeah. players we've, we've seen in the past. And some of the things he does, other players can't do. Yeah, of course. But on Friday night, with what Gutho did, and on Saturday night with what Dylan Edwards did... They just are in the game for the full 80 minutes. And they are the fittest players well, in the You know team. what you're going to get with those two blokes. And they just They're give bankers. their all. They're bankers. And feel like positionally, yeah. they are as good as any fullback. Yeah. That's the big... I reckon that's Luttrell's biggest problem, Loz. He got exposed positionally the other night again. Yeah. This has happened a bit. Yeah. And you've got to be able to be on the ball as a fullback. And you cover more metres than anyone when you're, on the, when you're playing a fullback. You look at how James Tedesco plays. Always pushing through the middle. If you need to go to an edge, he's there. Uh, in defence, uh, getting your numbers sorted. Being able to be where and anticipate where the kick's going to be. Get yourself in the right position if a break's been made to make that tackle. There's a lot of things that go with being fullback and you've got to be on top of your game, but you've got to be fit to do it. And Dylan Edwards and Gutho, I'm sure they would be the fittest two guys at their club. I reckon all this press that Buzz has led a big part of it that has gone to Latrell in the last month has been the worst thing for him. 
There you go. Mm. I think he's reading the stuff that's been written about the whole $2 million player, best in the game, got the strut on. He let himself down the other night. When he normally is at his best. Yeah, well, you want your big-name players to to turn up on that particular night and, and play well. The saving grace for him was that he had a lot of other players that didn't play well. Yeah. But in that first half, when they were twelve nil, we expected twelve nil up. You expected Latrell to really put the foot down, um, but he got rattled early. Um, I can't remember who put the shot on him. Mm. Moses Leota. Moses Leota. Mm. That's who it was, and just jammed him. Now that was a heavy hit. And he did well to actually get up. I thought he might have left the field, to be honest with you, for a head assessment. Mm. Um, but I, I, I'd be saying that I don't think he recovered from that mm. because it was a heavy hit. He just whacked him. Mm. And I've never seen Latrell get whacked like that before. Let's face it as well with Latrell. The Bunnies wouldn't be where they – wouldn't have got to where they did without Latrell no, Mitchell. but you want your big-name players on to – On that occasion. To, on that occasion Calibre to stand final. up. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, umble- and Parramatta did. What a performance in the heat. Oh, that, that, they were gassed. They were gassed. There was that period, I think, in the last 10 minutes, they defended three or four sets in a row. And dead set, I looked at the score. I reckon I counted six or seven Parramatta players just bent over, they're, barely able to breathe. You just saw all the perspiration they're coming oh, from forwards. the players. What un. Unbelievable. Oh, Campbell Gillard was excellent. Sean, Sean Lane. Yeah, Sean, Sean Lane. Lane. Mate. Pass. Yeah. Where has he Seymour? come from? I don't know. He's, he's he had was a breakout un- year this season. But even when everyone else was that fatigued, it was like you, could, you, you can tell they just couldn't move. Yeah. He'd take the run. He'd be there making the tackle. He was unbelievable. Yeah, no, he was very, very good, actually. He was, he was, he was um, damaging on that side of the field, that left edge where he plays. Um, and the good thing about Parramatta, they did it without Mitch Moses oh, felt for Mitch. having oh, God. a wonderful game. And, and Mitch has had a tough week. Yeah, yeah. He's had a tough week. You know, he buried his grandmother on the Monday and then had a child on the Friday. So you can only imagine the emotional build-up mm. for him. Um, and he didn't have his best game. He kicked a couple out he there. Spoke, on the he spoke well after the game as well. But, but Yeah, but I think he'll be more settled this week yeah. coming into a grand yeah. final. You don't see him shank too many kicks either. Two well, out two on the Two in full. a row, either. I, I, no he's pressure, He's a great really. kick. Yeah. You, you know when you can tell, with someone like Mitch, I reckon, when he had that shot at goal and hooked it, yeah. you, just, he, even he's, he, you could tell his confidence yeah. was down after those yeah. two kicks out in the full, yeah. then shanked that kick at goal. But again, like to me, that's got to be a, a, a great sign for Para That even if they're, you know, their number one playmaker's not at his best, you still found a way to win. They defended well, Para. Yeah, they defended, yeah. and the problems that I thought the Cowboys had were exposed again. You know, they conceded plenty of points. Their right edge wasn't great uh, defensively. Their goal line defense was poor at times, and and Parramatta didn't play anywhere near their best. Yeah. But they were just gritty, which I hold them in good stead for this grand final. I I think that's a good preparation for them going into this final, and they get nine days to recover. Get that extra day exactly. Jeez, yeah, it looked hot. Yeah, oh, oh. They'll, they'll need every day. If we they'll sp- need every day We build up the heat every single day, and he spoke about, man, is it going to be defining how they're going to go? But when you watch the game, it was. The heat played a massive part. Well, I remember him saying that it got hotter as the night went on, which it does up there sometimes. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, it's, it's the heat that it just stays around. Yeah. It hangs around yeah. the heat. But then it gets more humid yes, as the night goes as, on. Yeah. And then it's just sweaty. Everything just becomes 
sweaty. You know, the ball is, is slippery. It's hard to handle. So I thought they handled themselves really well, Parramatta. It's a good build-up for them going into this grand final. Knowing that they weren't anywhere near their best, they would have got what they needed defensively out of that game. I think they can play a lot better with the ball. And if we get Penrith's best and we get Parramatta's best, we've got a wonderful grand final. Small firm early in the betting for Penrith too, uh, heading into the GF with Tab. So they opened a dollar forty. The Panthers into a dollar thirty-seven. The Eels opened three dollars, just back to three dollars fifteen. Eight and a half is your line. Eels the plus. Back page of the Daily Telegraph: The Unbeatables and the Panthers. This club looking to create some history next Sunday because yesterday. They won the New South Wales Cup 29-22 over the Bulldogs. They won the Jersey flag as well yesterday, 1918 in Golden Point Extra Time. That was against Newcastle. Isaiah Katoa, who's uh, headed to the Dolphins, he's going to be one to watch at that club next year. He uh, uh, kicked the field goal that proved the difference in that Jersey flag GF. And they also won the SG ball back in May. So the one thing left is to capture... The big one in the NRL. But Laws are... Very impressive, though, isn't it? Oh, when you a good can, club. Yeah. Great. Very impressive when you can have all your sides in a grand final and you've ticked them off as you've gone through. Now it's up to the first grade side to win. And you know what? <laughs> this is the issue with it. If Penrith's first grade team doesn't win, most people will see it as an, not a successful season. <laughs> well, it... You can make the argument, Lots, like considering the dominance over a three-year period, yeah. if they don't win this GF... Yeah. Yeah, but it shouldn't it, be considered like that because how, how off the field they'll be flying. <laughs> All the junior systems are in, in place. It's hard to win grand finals. They've been the most consistent side for probably three years. Um, but again, they'll be judged on that one game, one eighty-minute performance. And in a grand final, anything can happen. Anything can happen. It's who handles it the best on the day. It doesn't matter what happened last week. It doesn't matter what happened three years ago, two years ago. It doesn't matter who's had the most experience. It's the players that handle it best on the night. What do you make of the betting? Dollar thirty-seven, three fifteen, about. Right. I think it should be closer. Yeah, that, that's just me personally. I don't know whether it's because I've, I've thought all along that Parramatta can win. Um, and I, I, I honestly think, and I've said it from day one, Parramatta's best. they the way that they attack when they're on. They can make Penrith struggle defensively. They can pull them apart, and I, I've said it. A number of times, if you want to go set for set with Penrith and play field position and possession type game, good luck trying to beat them doing that. But if you oh, want to take a risk and pop the ball and play that second phase style of football where you, you move the ball and you get people running into space, try and get one-on-ones in defence, try and pull them apart when they think they've got to go back in the defensive line, all of a sudden they've offloaded the ball, you've got to come up again and their, their, their defence is not as structured as it normally is and they're not working as well together, I, I, I think you can beat Penrith. But they've just got to back themselves, Parramatta, to do that. Mate, the Panthers look unbelievable. They have been, they've been freakish the last three years. Remember, they've lost four It'll games be, this uh, year, uh, two of look, them. Look, I know it's a grand final. It's one day anything can happen. If, and I hope Para show up and play their best footy. But if Para do beat them, it's a massive upset. Even the other night, like 25 minutes into the game, Rabbits up 12 zip. I still did not at one stage feel like Penrith weren't going to win the game. No, it was, I, I was the same. They just, they just looked But they had three or above. four tries disallowed too, which, which, yeah, which yeah, sort yeah. of helped you convince yourself that Parramatta was, uh, Penrith was still in it. Yeah. If, if they didn't 
have had those opportunities where they've missed. You might have been sitting there going, oh, you know, South have got control of this game. But yeah, the fact that Penrith look, had three class, or four tries. Mate. Like the, across the whole field. And mm. I don't know, sometimes you, it, even when they target clear, he still looks in control. Mm. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I, know. I, I, I thought there was some areas there that if you're Parramatta, you're, you're watching and you can exploit mm. from Penrith. Yeah. I, I yep. still think their edge defence. Do you going to be a tight grand final? Oh, yeah, it will be. I, I think it'll be, I don't know, 2016, something like that. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, if people consider that to be tight. Yeah, I, I reckon yeah. that's real tight. Like, I'm, I'm scared Penrith could win by 20. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I, I, I want to be I don't wrong. I think so. I'd, man, I'd love, I would love to see Para win. Yeah. I, I, I just more, don't know. I don't know if I, they can beat. Man, this team just looks unbelievable, I reckon, Penrith. Yeah, I know. I, look, Penrith deserve to be favourites. Definitely. I'll, I'll probably go para. I don't know whether it's just because of the underdog thing as yeah, well. Okay. I like seeing underdogs win grand finals. <sighs> oh, but I, I don't know. I, I think that para have the style of footy to worry Penrith. Love it. Love it. Uh, on the text line, you'll say, morning guys, you are kidding yourself if you think para have a chance <laughs> at the grand final. Let's put things into perspective during the semi-final series. Semi-final one, smashed by Penrith. Semi-final two, beat the Raiders, who only just fell into the eight. Semi-final three, fell in against the Cowboys. How does beating the Raiders and the Cowboys make it the right form, says Pete. Keep them coming, Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Heroes and villains this morning, thirteen fifty three fifty three. back page of the Herald. Uh, just stay true to yourself and your beliefs is uh, the headline there. And they've spoken to John Money, who, of course, they're going to be all wheeled out this week. We've got Peter Wynn coming on this morning. Did you see the lineup outside his shop Saturday yesterday? Saturday morning. I saw it Saturday Saturday morning. Good for business, I reckon. (laughs) Don't worry, Winnie will have his best week in a long while. Awesome. So, uh, John Money, of course, the coach uh, when Parra won the comp back in 86. And, uh, yep, they're trying to break that huge drought. We've seen some big droughts broken in the last, what, nearly 10 years when you think Souths in 2014, the Sharks in 2016. Is it Parra's turn? What about this on the back page of the Herald as well? Sledge that ignited... Walker spray at Panthers trainer. So there was some uh, uh, scenes came to light that uh, Cody Walker had a bit of an altercation with uh, the Panthers trainer, Pete Green, uh, after the match there on Saturday night. And uh, there's uh, some allegations here that Green might have sledged Jed Cartwright from something. Yeah, from when he was... The trainer? Yeah, the trainer. Oh, shush, trainer. Would you ever have a trainer that would just, you know, start (laughs) sledging opposition players? Unless you're Alfie Langer, you can't get away with yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Brian Hyder was very fiery at times. Um, Mate, you can't be sledging if you're, the tra- if you're not playing in the game. Run yeah. the Gatorade and get off, mate. Well, the, Panthers, the Panthers deny it, by the way. The, right. the Green did this. Even if you're a pass player, you had your time. You yeah. had your time to sledge. Get off. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know whether I've ever seen a trainer. Uh, Imagine the before. physio. Imagine the Aussie physio run down on the field to give the oh, give you some treatment and just give it to the opposition. The twelfth man <laughs> the 12th taking man. the drinks out. Actually, who did that? Oh, yeah. uh, it might have been Matthew Hayden. It might have been Matthew Hayden. Might have been resting for his shield game or or one, a mercantile mutual. 
And I think I was, I might have got out actually. I think I got out. I was like 18. I was a baby. And he gave me a serve on the way off. Ados was walking, <laughs> not running, walking the drinks on. Yeah. And he gave me a massive serve on the way off. Get off, mate. As a youngster, as an 18 year old. So there you go. Yeah, maybe they do. The 12th man does, okay. he's allowed to sledge. Ah, well, put that one in. Uh, this Penrith South rivalry is getting juicy. By the way, oh, well, it's it going is. to be one for next year. Ho- hopefully, it continues. The other yeah. one I remember this year was Damien Hardwick sledging at an AFL. Ah, game. yes, a quarter time, to- three quarter three time, quarter time. It is. Yeah, he wasn't coaching the game. Yeah. It was like a reserve grade. That's right. Yeah. Giving someone a spray. Yeah, yeah. In the VFL, <laughs> he was on the was fence it? or something. Wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> like they're watching the game. <laughs> Love it. Oh my god.